I'm probably in quite a unique position. Everybody who works for the business can donate 20 to 23% of their contracted hours to be able to go and focus on charitable initiatives. How do you measure uh, productivity? don't think you necessarily need to offer a four-day working week to be able to be flexible. The idea with it is kind of use it or lose it within a working week. Yeah, you know what? It's been quite a journey. This podcast is brought to you by Pragmatic Solutions, the leading iGaming PAM platform with a modular approach, including many benefits like a fast, secure, and scalable API-based platform integrated with all major third-party products and services. Make sure you head over to Pragmatic Solutions and join our smart thinking. This podcast is brought to you by Pragmatic Play, a leading game developer providing player favorites to the most successful brands across the industry. With an award-winning multi-product portfolio of slots, live casino, bingo, virtual sports, and more, Pragmatic Play is powering up new possibilities of play through one single API. Visit pragmaticplay.com and discover your favorite every time. Cordelia Morgan Cooper, you are back in my studio. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. And Heidi, thanks so much for having me. We spoke, what is it, like one and a half years ago, something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah on the uh, unlimited uh, vacation days. Yeah, absolutely. Now you sit in Cyprus, Cordelia, and you founded <laughs> CMC Consulting. Uh, yeah. And I remember we spoke a, a lot about it in the beginning and, uh, you know, uh, how is life turning out? I moved to Gotland sort of around the same time. Now you're employing five people as well. Like, what, what happened to Cordelia? How are you? <laughs> Yeah, you know what, it's been quite a journey, I think, from setting up the business. Uh, you know, I had an initial idea, I was actually out swimming one morning and thought that maybe I would see if I went out on my own how it would be. And it's just been phenomenal. Um, the clients that I partnered with pretty much from the first Sigma Dubai are the clients that have stayed with me ever since. And it's just been fantastic to be able to be supporting them on their growth journeys and for us to be kind of working together because I'm also, you know, on my growth journey as well. Exactly. And so am I. So is kind of everyone, right? Yeah. Everyone that didn't <laughs> give up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So from one island to another, I yeah. want to I want to use you because you have a history in recruitment, both as employed with previous employees, uh, employers and companies, but also you consult as an yeah. HR. So those that combination makes me think you are kind of well-rounded in terms of knowing what's out there, what are the trends, maybe specifically around benefits. Yeah, and I think uh, just like you said, I think I'm probably in quite a unique position because not only am I recruiting, but I'm also brought on board to act as, you know, HR managers for a number of different businesses, uh, you know, small businesses under kind of 20, 30 employees. Uh, I've also got a client who's in their uh, games development uh, sphere. So within gaming still, but of course, a very different aspect to, to iGaming. Uh, and then also businesses that are uh, reaching more of a mature state. So, you know, 100, 150, 200 employees. And then we're also working working on a number of like retained projects, supporting them with their recruitment and then their HR needs too. Nice. This is like a, a very fast paced uh, way for you to, to learn, like everything that you learn in the 150 scale employees, yep. you can quickly sort of adapt it to the ones that are growing into that size kind of. 
Yeah, I think it's great that I'm brought on board as a partner to the businesses. Uh, you know, we figure things out together. There are no two human issues which are sometimes the same. So for us to be able to look at those challenges and to be able to work on them together is something that I, I really enjoy. And here you are with me. And I yeah. want to hear specifically because this question came up and it's it's a constant uh, question uh, since, you know, first everyone was working five days a week-ish yeah. from the office. Then there was uh, remote. Now we're talking about how many days are we actually going to work? Yeah. First, first there was flexible working, obviously. Uh, and I know that you have been, you have experience with the clients that actually do offer or operate, I don't yep. know what's the best word to use here, but with a four day work week. Yes, exactly. Uh, so one of my clients, Tag Media, uh, a huge shout out to Tom Galanis. Uh, he's fantastic. Um, he is a real visionary within this area. And he decided that all that we don't have in our lives is more time. Mm -hmm. And to be able to give people more time, that's probably the greatest gift you can give anybody. Flexibility, of course, is something which is super important, but it's time that we really value. And so we are working towards and we are kind of part of a four day work week. So everybody who works for the business can donate 20 to 23% of their contracted hours, roughly, uh, to be able to go and focus on charitable initiatives. So it really can be anything. It can be something super high level. It can also be something, you know, taking your elderly neighbor out for a walk, helping them with their Friday shopping. It doesn't necessarily have to be established charities, but it's more about the things that we can do to make the world a better to place so we've had such a mix uh we've got one of our team um she works um a couple of times a week at an animal shelter in malta taking the dogs out for walks which is something which you know the animals obviously love but it's something which is really really important for for them and their reintegration into hopefully being able to find a forever home and we also then have people who do more ad hoc uh projects it could be supporting um elderly people people who aren't able to help themselves so much in the community uh, children in orphanages as well um i was also um supporting uh teaching yoga in an old people's home i'm not sure how much teaching i was doing but it was great to get them you know out of their chairs and a little bit uh, more movement and to encourage them to be able to feel confident with moving a little bit more than what they've been used to in a world that is in one way getting a bit lonelier and lonelier yeah in terms of technology people stay in their houses all right so what i'm hearing is basically instead of you lying slouching on your sofa for those 25 percent you're actually yep. sort of contributing to society too yeah, yeah. okay uh oh should i go sort of detail like uh, are there clawbacks? Uh, are people still getting full pay? Yes. yes. Yes, yes, they are. And really the idea with it is kind of use it or lose it within a working week. You're not really accruing the hours. It's more that those hours you uh, would then say, I'm spending these hours because I'm working on, it's called this year's rule. Mm -hmm. um, so of course we want to drive high performance and potentially for somebody just joining the business it might not make sense for them to use this year's rule immediately mm -hmm. but the idea is that the time allocated is there and that if people want to there will be no questions around it it would just be exciting to then have a bit of an update so we have a slack channel where people can update with photos um also with videos with what they've been uh you know out and about doing and it's really great to see that with you know such a diverse remote workforce that we're also able to gain uh engagement there because people are chatting with each other about you know the ideas and what they've been supporting with mm. 
before we talked about this, uh, we also watched this um, sort of World Economic Forum kind of, uh, you know, they they send whatever countries are doing that is benefits uh, for the ecosystem. Yeah. And when it comes uh, to this trial uh, that they were referring to for days, they were saying, yeah. obviously, uh, work-life balance improved, people were healthier, people were happier, people spent yeah. much uh, more time with family, with their children, which made them happy. Yeah. So marriages stayed for longer. But there was yeah. also sort of the backside of it. Uh, yes, you know, alcohol. People people start partying because they're you know yes. more free time. Uh, happy partying uh, yep. could be, but the, you know the alcoholism uh, goes up. And but what I'm what I'm sort of taking from this initiative is you're not going home drinking on your sofa. You're actually going out, out and about animals with the older people with uh, wherever you can help. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and look, there would be some support that, that people could probably do from home. Could they uh, volunteer at the Samaritans, for example, and do online phone calls supporting people? Yeah, they could. But the idea here is to get people out and about, uh, spreading kindness in the community, whatever that looks like to them. And I think what's really interesting here is there aren't linked KPIs to who's doing what and how it works. It's more it's evolved organically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have some people in the team who go twice a week every week we have others that maybe go once a week once a month if somebody wants to go just once a month once a quarter again that's no problem but they have the time there in case they want to how do you measure uh, productivity because obviously there is then 20 25 percent less yeah. work being done this is fact that is you know is it really uh, but you remove one day of working how do you yeah. measure uh, productivity so really the way as well with this year's rule is that it's been kind of rolled out is that it's not linked to a specific day. So, for example, if you wanted to take two hours each morning, then that would work and that would probably help you to be able to be more productive. Uh, in general, the team, they work really hard. So when it comes to performance, that hasn't been something that's needed to be addressed. But of course, as we continue to grow, it's something that would need to be looked at if there were potentially performance issues. But, you know, I think it's important to say that not everybody in the team is able to give up that time because maybe they have a busy family life and actually spreading kindness is taking their own daughter out for a walk. That also can count as this year's rule. It doesn't have to be groundbreaking and you know you're flying on a plane somewhere to go and help someone you know kindness also starts at home and it's whatever it looks like to the individual i see i was watching a few uh, ted talks on the topic and uh, obviously yeah. uh, like the difficulty sort of uh, convincing management tom is yeah. obviously convinced i think he was the one that brought the idea yes. but <clears throat> convince your management of this uh you know you make people happy. Like, yes, there is this fundamental, fantastic thing that you do for people that lead a better lives. Yeah. And obviously the smart ones understand that this will lead to, you know, uh, better retention and uh, better productivity. But for the quick actual fact results, um, uh, this one guy that I was looking at, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was uh, uh, also the founder and CEO of his company. And he was saying that uh, I spoke to Gerd about this uh, uh, a few days yeah. ago as well, saying, when you go to the office five days a week, 
and you're constantly, as you are, specifically if you sit in an open landscape, constantly being disturbed by the plumber calling, someone sort of tapping your back saying, can you just have a look at this? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like you lose 10% of your IQ. I don't know where he would get this from, but, or under, you'll be working under the influence of marijuana. Yeah. So by reducing uh, the days of work and you actually commit to talking to the plumber and all the mm. private stuff outside of these then four yeah. days of work, you actually produce more. Yeah, uh, I mean, mm. I think that's a really interesting point, but I think it also probably comes down to how flexible a business is in their day-to-day -day operations. So I don't think you necessarily need to offer a four-day working week to be able to be flexible. You know, I have clients where people will need to book holiday if they need to take certain amount of time off. I have others, you know, within my business, I'm very flexible. You have a doctor's appointment, that's fine. Whenever you want to get the work done and you're able to, I just need the work to be done. And, you know, if I take my business as an example, as a recruitment business, uh, we never sleep as in the business is 24 seven because we recruit for businesses that are in very different time zones to us. In which case, if you're working nine to five, you're also not going to be able to speak to the candidates that you need to. So some of my team will work later, but start later. And I think it's all about as a business, if you're starting out, what type of a company do you want to be? And then building it around that, you know, having values and having, you know, morals that are important to you as a company for me, being flexible is something which is really important. And it's something that I really valued in my previous companies. So it would make sense that I would continue to kind of try and push that wherever I can within my company. I think the value and the moral thing, uh, that's where he was getting at in this uh, TED talk. Uh, yeah. The fact that where he would otherwise sit and sort of text, uh, they were looking at a, a house, this couple, and they were sending text links to new uh, sort of uh, pr uh, properties. Uh, yeah. And now he would go, no, because my company sort of offers this fantastic yeah. way of working. I'm going to buy himself, not yeah. have a look at those properties while I'm at work. Now, this becomes my sort of, not question to you, but discussion point. So here we have an existing workforce, right? Yeah. Now we're introducing this, we're rolling this out and everyone goes, wow, this is amazing. One full day of extra yeah. off flexibility or not on the other days at work, but this one day extra yeah. is for us only. Yeah. This existing workforce is appreciating what's being given. And they yeah. all go less social media, less looking at new properties, less um, personal plumbing uh, calls, etc. What yeah. about the, you know, few years down the line, and this is, you know, this is the way we operate. What about new yeah. What about the ones coming in that are yeah. already, you know, expecting this to be? Are they coming in sort of continuing their social media, their Facebooking, their property looking? Um, yeah, I think, look, if we uh, purely look at the gaming industry, I think we could also admit that before COVID, a lot of businesses quite spoiled their employees. Mm -hmm. You know, if we look at the benefits that were out there and then COVID came and businesses, a lot of them had to scale back or they had to make changes. And those then were reflected in the years afterwards. Um, I think that there will always be employees that want more, more, more. And as a business, there's only, there are certain limitations to what you can offer. But, you know, I do truly believe that a happy workforce is a more engaged workforce. And if you're able to 
get more engagement from your employees, then you're also, of course, going to get much higher productivity. Um, look, the four day working week, let's be honest, it wouldn't work for everyone. There are many different options of ways that can be done. Are you doing five days of work in four days? That means four pretty long days. And are you still then being paid fully? Or if you're being paid four days to do four days work, so you're then potentially taking a salary cut, that also wouldn't suit some people. So I think it's also about the type of business that is looking to maybe pilot this, looking at whether they're ready as a business. You know, if I think of when, um, you know, I helped Cafe Rocks and we rolled out unlimited vacation, there was a lot there that we needed to prepare internally to get ready for that. And I think that it would be foolish of a business to just launch straight into a four day working week. You have to get people ready. You have to get people accountable mm. and you have to people prepared that if it's not working as a business then maybe that as a benefit would go away what other benefits are out there Do wow you, the rest of us don't know and now you're gonna you know reveal it yeah look i've seen a lot when it comes to increasing around maternity paternity if you look at the uk versus malta there's a lot more that the uk can do uh, there are a lot of businesses that are looking to standardize between the two to make them more equal because in malta of course there is extra and additional benefits i think when it comes to remote working it's still such a hot topic we've seen businesses that had gone fully remote they're now going back to the office i'm seeing a couple of my clients uh, working on a hybrid work uh, model where like tuesday wednesday thursday they're in the office monday friday they're out so it is flexible but it's flexible up to a certain point that seems to work really well people really enjoy going into the office um so for them that works but again within all companies it's difficult to say and i think when it comes to new benefits the best way to see what people want is to just ask you know there are many different survey options all hands meetings there are a lot of different ways to be able to ask these questions because some people they don't want a gym membership they might prefer to have that money allocated elsewhere and i think what we will see in the coming years is a more flexible approach to benefits mm -hmm. that you almost get a pool of yeah. 200 50, 500, whatever it is, quarterly, annually, and that can then be allocated in a number of different ways. You know, whether you want it to be put towards like um, a bicycle scheme. If you're in London, for example, there are lots of different ways that this can be done. Because if you look at standard benefits, if I look at, you know, at Katina, when we had the gym, the gym benefit and the health benefit, it wasn't used always and it wasn't used, um, you know, by everyone. And that money could then be allocated to something else that maybe people might want to use more of. Exactly. Depending on who you are and where you are in life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a big mix, uh, a box of candy. Like yes. do you want the insurance and the, and the safe options or do you want the breakfast burrito yeah. every morning? Yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. There you go. Uh, what else is there? Time um i'm sort of uh, getting all these mixed so we were talking about uh, remote working and yeah. i'm reading this book now and mm -hmm. it's an american book uh, yeah. and the guy who works in a shop you know supermarket he knows that he needs to sort of clock out if he's gonna go out smoking which yeah. is obviously this is unheard of in the gaming industry mm -hmm. however and smoking is not very common these days or at yeah. least in my surroundings you know it's 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 a bit out it's past yeah um 
However, those people that do smoke, they get extra time. It's yeah. still a question. So I'm thinking, how is that? We might put ourselves into wormholes in terms of how do we keep track of everything? Yeah. We're going to have a policy about uh, if you smoke, uh, if you don't smoke, you get an extra day of uh, vacation, for instance, as, a, as an incentive. How do we yeah. do that working remotely? Like uh, how, how, how should businesses approach different ways of living? Do you, do you understand what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there are some countries, I read a study, I think it might be in Japan, that if you don't smoke, you get given an extra like four or five days holiday as an incentive. I think, look, it's a great incentive to encourage people to be healthier, and I'm all for that. But I think also, if you have the flexibility to work remotely, what's the difference between having a cigarette break and putting your laundry on? You yeah. know, it's yeah. Of time, so I think it also comes down to as long as you're productive, if you're working in a remote setting, and you can complete all the work that you need to, whether you start at eight and you have a stand up, and then you go and exercise or whatever it is, and you start your morning, and then you kind of properly start at ten, and maybe you work through until six or seven. I think it's this flexibility of when you get your work done. I think that that's something which will continue to see as a trend but kind of as more of a norm mm. that you know if you in some teams if you're able to do some work on a saturday for example and you needed to finish earlier on a friday because you need to pick your daughter up from school something like that i think that we'll see more of as long as you get your work done it doesn't really matter the configuration of your hours and that's how i am with my team of course it doesn't make sense for them to be working saturdays sundays and then taking three days off two days off during the week but if it makes sense for them to speak to a candidate on a Saturday because he or she is available, then of course come in later on a Monday. And again, if they're traveling for a conference, then feel free that you're able to then take that time. Responsibility comes to mind here. And I go, <clears throat> if we give employees the, the freedom of flexibility, how long time? Yeah. I'm also referring back to me. I am not, you know, the, the all-knowing person here. I only found out yesterday that, oh, my God, working late in the evening, yeah. which I've sworn to myself not to do anymore. It's amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. Jesus Christ, I am so productive at after nine o'clock in the evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Considering people's home setups, sometimes starting early in the morning if you have young children, maybe they're still asleep, or if you're working later in the evening and the children have already gone to bed, that can mean less distractions, which means that you can kind of blast through a fair amount of work. But I think really, if we look at like a balanced work day, you need to have a certain amount of time that is distraction free. And if we look at the old model of working in an office, if you were distracted by your colleagues, you could probably go and lock yourself away in you know, one of the meeting rooms. If you're working from home, it can be hard. You've got the, um, you know, the electrician arriving, you then have your food being delivered. It's kind of constant small distractions that can prevent you from really completing a task. So I think also if you're working remotely, it's about setting that discipline. And as we've spoken about before, you know, working remotely, it doesn't suit everybody. I have people who feel really lonely and disengaged when they work from home, but for others, they feel that really it's the best way to get, at, you know, to get the best out of them. So I think as well, it's this 
one size fits all that's not a model which really we will see continuing it's about tailoring the approach of course you can't tailor an approach to 500 employees and everybody has a different one but you need to try and find something that works for most people and then work around that Cordelia what I take with me from today is <clears throat> more insights on the four-day work weekend uh, work yep. week work weekend uh, and also hmm, the pick and mix you choose yeah. your own benefits, kind of. I like yeah, that. absolutely. And I think that, you know, there will be new groundbreaking um, benefits that, st that we start to see within technology industry, for sure, that will then start to be piloted. And then maybe they start to kind of trickle into gaming. But I think it's this flexibility and the pick a mix setup that I think will help businesses, you know, navigate the pretty tricky environment that everyone's facing right now. You know, if you look around the gaming industry at the moment, there are a lot of changes, some positive ones, but of course, some ones that they're, they're not so positive. And it's all about how businesses can get the most out of their people to, you know, navigate the storm that some companies are going through right now. Exactly, changes are coming. Yes. And when there are new trends from other uh, industries, you will be here and tell us. I will be indeed. <laughs>